What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2015. You guys are listening to episode 200, everybody. I've been doing this now four years, and this is the one I've been waiting for. I am here in beautiful Los Angeles, California, uh, at the All Things Comedy Studios, which is beautiful, beautiful uh, space, beautiful studio. Very professional here, and uh, I have a very special 200th episode. A lot of stuff to talk about. I know I was off last week. I was off last week because I knew I was coming out here. I have uh, not one, but two special guests coming on the show. One is uh, sitting with me right now, but uh, this is 200. I want to thank everybody who's listening to this uh, and who's listened over the four years. The numbers are going up, and uh, let's be honest, the show's shitting on them. I mean, that's what's happening here. The podcast is just, it's, actually, it's, a, it's a joke. Uh, the podcast will go toe-to-toe with any, I mean, I'll go toe-to-toe with anybody now. Just, you know, but anyways, uh, I see the face <laughs> looking over to the right. I've been waiting. I, I've always had the best time with this guy. Uh, such a good friend. Poo-hoo. Bill Burr is here for the first hour. Actually, Bill Burr is here for the show, uh, 200 episode. About? Thank you. Thank you for being here. I signed up for an hour. I'm not sitting here for two fucking hours in the middle of the day. I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to be home watching cartoons. Uh, Thank you for being here. This is 200, man. I know. It means a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Put me on this one. 200. I can't believe I actually had the discipline to not quit this fucking thing. Like, So you ever talk to comics that are like, yeah, I did it, but... After like eight, I was like, I don't have the time for it. It's just like, that's, all, that's all life is. It's, life is just sticking, finding me, something you're sort of good at, sticking with it, and working on it. That's well, all it is. Mike, that's what we were saying. Mike Flynn is here from All Things Comedy. And literally before Bill got here, I go, he goes, oh, you stuck it out. You stuck it out. And now you're 200 episodes. And I go, yeah. And I go, there were times where I was like, this is annoying. This is like a nuisance in my life. I don't, and I'm like, you know what? I'm taking it for granted. People are liking it. They're listening. And, and here I am now. Uh, but I had a comedian going, like, I had a friend of mine go, hey, Paul, like, where should I upload it? How do you do it? I gave him all the instructions. And then I saw him, and he goes, I go, did you do it? He goes, ah, I did four. And I'm like, ah. And I just started laughing. I was just like, what can you do? Nothing. What can you do with that? You can't help him. Um, you can't help somebody that's not willing to help themselves. And I think that's a good thing for this podcast, Paul. <laughs> All right, I got to get to the sponsor. Uh, Bill Burr is here. Uh, my buddy Joe Bartnick is coming in after. Uh, Bill's <laughs> fired up today. This is fucking great. Um, I got a Verzi Effect podcast is sponsored by GonzoFame.com. Go to GonzoFame.com for the best, most in-depth interviews with your favorite comedians of today. There's a ton of, and I, I heard that they just did one with um, ex-porn star Aaliyah Janine, who is now doing stand-up. And uh, I heard it's a really interesting story. So check that out. GonzoFame.com run by uh, David Gavry, funny up-and-coming comic from Chicago. Check it out. GonzoFame.com for all your best in-depth interviews with uh, your favorite comedians of today. Okay. Um, I flew here. I flew here to uh, California yesterday and listened to hey, this. Hey, boy, my arm's tired, you know? Well. <laughs> flew in yesterday. I had a rough one, okay? <laughs> no, dude, I got a gift. I was on Jet... By the way, JetBlue's new cabin, it's incredible. It's fucking incredible. It's, it's, they have first class now, so it's not just that. Then after Is first... Is it the greatest airline of all time, Paul? No. <laughs> no, no. I still, I still like Virgin. Uh, hey. Paul, you know I'm just bringing the heat just to have people fucking listen. I don't give a shit. Oh, you know? dude, like, I, I love that you come in fired up nah. with the sports thing. You just came in guns blazing. I love it. Um, but here's the thing. <laughs> JetBlue, I had the aisle, I had the road to myself, dude. It oh. was fucking 
Oh, I it's mean, a gift. That's uh, that's the poor man's first class. Oh my God, I had the whole thing. I was la- laid out, fetal position, sleeping the whole way here. You don't you almost. Is there anything worse when you think you're gonna get your own row, and right as oh. they're about ready to close the door? I was just watching the door. I oh, was just and, watching the oh, fucking and door. And it's always that that then, fucking fat fuck comes. I gotta on be plane. honest, though, dude. There was a there was a a big bald dude, big black dude, gay, and like he looked like he could play linebacker for you know the fucking Chargers tomorrow, and he was fucking rude, man. He was rude. Like, he didn't like when he took your garbage. He just kind of looked at you like he didn't. He was just like unhappy. And it's like. He looked like me if I was a flight attendant. I would not be excited. Yeah, but you wouldn't take. Yeah, but you wouldn't take that job. You know what I mean? Sure, I would have. I did shit jobs. He's, you know what it is? He, that man has a dream. And, and, he, and he's, he's not living it right now. And uh, he's having a bad day and he took it out on you. No, not on everybody. God bless that big, bald, gay guy who should be playing for fucking <laughs> San Diego Chargers. I hope he, <laughs> hope he gets a walk-on fucking contract. I don't need that. You know? I don't need that. You don't do that. You take my garbage, you smile at me. I paid, I paid $100 to be on this fucking thing. You know what I mean? Seriously, though. You got it. You got it. No, 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 no. He doesn't have to smile. He should be fucking polite. But if you give him a smile... He should, he should at least do the purse lift. Nod. I like I was I was trying to make him better, trying to make his day better. So I would like reach out with the garbage, you know. I'd be like, here, man, you know, like, and then he was just kind of like like nod. It was just like, yeah, I don't like when you're at work and you take your bad day out of me. Don't take your bad day out of me. Oh, I know what you're saying. There's I have nothing worse day. than when somebody doesn't like their job. You just want to be like, dude, I didn't make you get the job. You know, fucking quit. You know, just quit. Yeah, one time I take ordered, a day off. One time I ordered a salad, and it was really funny. <laughs> this big heavy woman and she goes I go yeah can I get the uh, I was like can I get the uh, Greek salad with the <laughs> grilled chicken and she just goes honey I'm tired and I it made me not even want the salad it made me not want just fucking lazy salad that exactly. you're putting that's that you're putting you, no fucking you know love into this salad that's why you, you know work I mean? there that's you know, why you work there because that's this kind she of literally person. just goes honey yeah, that's one of those people that I fucking hate people who think the world owes them something the world doesn't owe me shit and it doesn't owe you shit all right? I, I fucking had the shit job. I did the fucking job. Go fuck yourself. Everybody's had the goddamn restaurant job. I used to fucking stand behind a goddamn mesquite grill with a stupid hat on, and I was the busboy, and I washed the fucking what? dishes. It was like a goddamn Benny Hill sketch. Let's talk about that. What was the worst job you ever had? What's the worst job you've ever had? Like where you were literally like... Uh, I... I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, construction. I was a gopher on a construction. I lasted eight days. It was in the middle of June. And we were putting a roof on a house, and I, you know, and I didn't know shit. I mean, I took a woodworking class, but I didn't know anything. Like I was just searching, like, what do I want to do? I knew I didn't want to have a boss. I knew I didn't want to wear a suit. And my buddies were in construction, and you know, they were always telling funny stories on the job site. And I went there, dude, and it was like I, just, I was not in construction shape. I never ate so much in my fucking life. Like I was <laughs> eating like three sandwiches, and I was still dropping weight. It's like if you see the Tour de France where they just can't eat enough and their yeah. body's literally eating themselves. It's like I was coming home, I felt sick. Ugh. And I was standing out there in the sun as a fucking pasty redhead, man. It was yeah, but at least brutal. you weren't in a cubicle, you know, like fucking or cold calling. You know, you're outside. I did that. But I thought sales was fun, man. Sales, get, we on the phone, I sold, uh, I can't remember if it was the Globe or the Herald. We used to, we used to call up uh, and try to get people, you'd be like, yeah, and my, my fake name was like Bill McDonald. I'd be like, hey, uh, Mrs. So-and-so. We'd have these leads, right? Like Glengarry, Glenn Ross. Like, hey, yeah. this is uh, Bill, Bill, uh, Bill McDonald. Yeah, you recently requested some information on the uh, Boston Herald. I was one of the, you know, could talk to you for a minute, blah, blah. And just, you'd sit there and like everybody had their own little thing that they yelled when they got a sale. And it would fuck up your call. Like this one guy used to do this, <laughs> this Jackie Gleason thing. 
he'd be on the other side and you'd be like talking, you'd be have this person on the hook and all of a sudden they just hear this guy yell in the background like, no, how sweet it is. And he would yell that out. No. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, he, he, and he would do, and he had like a suit on and he would like point his toes down at the floor and he'd be doing like, a, you know like how people laugh on Def Jam where they stomp their Ugh. feet? He would be doing that with his toes, <laughs> right? And then it became, oh, how oh it is. Ew, how ew it is! And you'd be like, dude, you shut the fuck up. And um, <laughs> Did everybody laugh when he did it? Oh, we'd all laugh. Every, I can't even remember what... what yeah, I didn't have really a catchphrase because I didn't sell enough. And my uh, my brother was unbelievable at it. <laughs> and he's the one who got me the job. And we'd just sit there hammering these people, just lying your fucking ass off to be like, well, you know, I had the globe. And, uh, you know, it didn't come for fucking three days, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know, sir. We know all about that, which is why we're offering this. We're trying to gain back customer satisfaction. We actually have you down here listed as one of our top, blah, blah. Dude, no. just <laughs> lying your fucking ass off. It's like you're going to get the same snot-nosed paper boy, and it's not going to come for three days, but I'm going to make money off you. You said you're actually on the list. You're I actually... don't think I ever lied more than when I was in sales because it was... <laughs> You know, it's not like I was selling Mercedes where it sold itself. It was a fucking newspaper. I remember this one guy when I called up offering the Globe. I think the Globe was uh, was leaned to the right or something. I can't remember. It's been so long. And this guy flipped out about politics. They're like, are you kidding me? After what they said about Mike Dukakis, blah, 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 blah. They said all this political things. So I hung up my, and my brother goes, oh, dude, you should have fucked with that guy. And then he called back. Ugh. And whoever Dukakis was running against, my brother called back. He goes, yeah, hey, this is so-and-so calling. Uh, we're trying to raise money and it, for the, the other guy's campaign. The guy that, you know, this guy hated. And he just goes, oh, fuck you. <laughs> he hung up and everybody just laughed. Uh, <laughs> moved on, you know. <laughs> I sold phone cable internet door-to-door in Queens, man. And it was brutal, man. I saw a lot of things. I'll never forget. I think Did I you ever get laid? I, t- I took, uh, I could have. I could have, uh, and and it was just weird. This like forty something year old woman, her like her kids were in the room, and she was coming on to me hard, and it was just really fucking weird. But I saw fucked up things. Like, I never forget. It's actually kind of predictable in my world. What? Yeah, it's inevitable. You're just gonna run into somebody's unhappy, and the fucking husband's not fucking paying attention, or he left. But you see really fucked up things. Like I remember this woman came. You're in to your twenties. You're a good looking guy. You make her feel young. It's like Bill Clinton with that chick with the no, cigar. But she was she was like saying things like, "Yeah, I go to this club and like I hang out with the twenty four year old." She was definitely like it was. She was one of those, and she was given way too much information about like what she her preferences were. It was she, she you wanted know. she wanted a young stud. There's nothing wrong but, with that. But no, but dude, I saw things. Yeah, like, she I puts remember the kids to bed, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like her kids, she's like, "Okay, guys," and like was like this great mom, and then just would like turn and just say stuff, and you were just like, "Uh." Oh. Um, oh, so the conversation progressed. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, my brother called me. My brother Christian <laughs> called me that, and he he had uh, he had collapsed. He collapsed in a subway thing. He fainted, and they and he was at the hospital. And he called me up, and I was like, I remember, and he's just like, "Yeah, dude, I'm at the hospital," and that kind of ended the, you know, I mean, I, nothing was gonna happen. I mean, I, I'm fucking selling stuff. Oh, but that's dude, the most this, bizarre cock block I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he kept fainted? he kept calling, he kept calling, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Dude, I'm at St. Vincent's," and he was like, walked out. Did of the he subway. win something? He said something. Is that, is that why he, he fainted? Said, no, he he said he said he walked up the subway, and he said the weirdest thing was, on his way down, he heard somebody go, "Oh my God, call ambulance." So I think his timing was fucked up. I think it happened when he was down. But he said, like, everything just fucking went shaky. Maybe somebody called it. What? Maybe somebody called it. (laughs) Like you say, dude, I'm telling you, the Ravens are going to beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Like, they just saw his face. And they go, dude, call an admiral. And then, bam. And like, dude, what'd I say? What'd I say? Like, like this guy's color, dude. This guy's going down. This guy's going down. He's going down. This one pretty girl answered the door once, and half her face was melted off. 
she she could tell she was in a fire or she she burned and her other side of her face was beautiful and she was dressed nice and she was maybe just, she was an X Men. She was just angry. She was just angry. She was angry at life. You could tell it was taken from her. I was like, yeah, I'm selling. Fun. It was the only time I didn't try to fight back with the sale. I was like, yeah, I'm here selling. And then I saw her and she was like, yeah, I'm not interested. And I'm like, all right. Like, I just, I couldn't, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't fight it. You didn't give her a hug? Yeah, no, I can't start fucking, you know, talking about the HBO package, looking at her face. And, and, I, and I know that sounds horrible, but it would have fucked my sale up. It would have messed up the pitch. One guy answered and he goes, I said no. And his eyes were fucking, dude, you saw, I saw a lot of weird shit, man. I went into this place. I thought they were making drugs. You don't mean and- you could have been to that woman? What? Hey, not, not for nothing. You, you know, you're not going out, right? Come on. Oh my let's, god! Let's get some. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're gonna make the sales, I mean, you just got you got to go hard, man. <laughs> Paul, did you learn nothing from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? I mean, I Always mean... <laughs> be closing. I mean, listen, we nah, got a great package for you. We got a great. Package you know, people think Lord I'm knows. so fucking mean. They think I'm so fucking mean. I don't. I actually. The thing I got about a, I got a big heart. No, the thing... I, I would have felt bad. I would have given her a hug. And I probably would have paid for a cable. That's the thing about you. I but think she's got to blow I, me. I actually she's think that's, that's the thing about you that people <laughs> don't know. You come across sometimes, you'll come across, you're one of those guys, you come across as sometimes you could be like a heated, angry dude or like you're very passionate about your opinions. Dude, you are a fucking sweetheart. And you know, you are a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, tell my wife. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, tell my wife, okay? <laughs> Last couple of days have been a rough one, you know? <laughs> Oh, why geez. my wife my wife what are you kidding I love when he goes why why, well, why my wife what are you kidding starting a sentence with why <laughs> that never should have stopped in the English language I got a friend of mine who does a podcast why just the other day <laughs> yeah. why do you it, say why, why? Well, there's no reason for the why to be there is that left over from why there, I oughta no there's just no reason it should be there why is the why there I want to do that I want to why my wife well you kidding <laughs> like, Dude, next time we work together <laughs> You both of us have to start a sentence that isn't a question uh, with the word why, and whoever gets a bigger laugh, I don't know, wins whatever. We'll bet fifty bucks or something. Um, so I got to tell you, man, I hit a deer. I told you, right? I hit a deer, and this is—I've been off for two weeks, so people haven't heard what's been going on with me. Actually, the night I hung out with you. Oh yeah, what was it wearing? Down the city. It was. Uh, was she, asking for it. She was. She was asking for it, dude. Oh. I'm a block away from my house, and this fucking and this deer's thing, just running its fucking yeah. I mean, she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she won't shut the no. And um, you know, you've been at my house. I'm in the woods. There's deer everywhere. Oh, those beers, there's in my backyard. There's never no one to shut the fuck but, up. Like this one was so quick to the car, it was almost like she was trying to commit suicide. Like there was no. It wasn't like she was running. And I, this deer was almost waiting. That's the guilt. It was waiting. That's the guilt. Sometimes they, you know, if you get a good deer with a good heart. And it takes a shit on its, on your lawn. It knows. I, I get them all on my lawn, but yeah. I never got them in my fucking hood, right? Yeah. You were the one. You sent me that video. You feeding one by hand. I was like, Paul, you don't. You remember Lawhead? I Lawhead's go, going, do oh, that. my God. No, Lawhead had the video. He goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Verzi right now? Guys, Verzi. It was like it was like narrating. Oh, my God. Verzi right now? Whole, he's hand feeding him a piece of popcorn. And she put, her, she put her nose on my fingers. And she came in like a dog. And then, uh, and she just took off. Yeah, but that's a wild animal, dude. That could fucking, if it ever decided to go back on its haunches and start doing that tell kangaroo you, shit to you. No, but where where that where I live, they're used to people, man. They're used to people. They're not gonna, you know. Yeah, Jesus, this is a YouTube video waiting to happen. No, that guy got yeah, that guy that feeding got the deer in his face. epic fail. No, but listen, dude, I hit this deer right, and she flew like fifteen yards and spun around, and I think she broke a leg or two. Oh, and she's man. just looking like I'm looking at her, and she's trying to get up. And I, I mean, and I'm just like, fuck, I want her to get up and go gallop off, and she can't. 
So I get home. My car was okay. Did you drive back over. So, so I, I drove home. <laughs> no, I drove home, and uh, it felt like she went under the car for a second, uh, and then and then skidded out. Right. Uh, so I go home, and I wake my wife up, and I'm like, Stace, I I, I just hit a deer, and uh, this is how I know my wife loves me because we were kind of like fighting at the time, and she goes, Oh my God, are you all right? And I was like, All right, maybe things are all right. You know, you ever right. you never need that assurance. You need that assurance because women don't do that enough. You know, it's almost like I got to tell her I almost got in a car accident every day to get some fucking love. Um, yeah, can you ever stuff. win? No. Uh, no. Can you ever win with them? Nope. So, but nope. I got to tell you, what my manager said, "This is what my manager said." Can't make them happy. You. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> well, we're just getting started, okay? No. So, um, <laughs> well, I just the other day I hit a deer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell my I tell my friend, I tell my friend. I said, "Dude, I hit a deer." And he goes, "What'd you do?" And I go, "Yeah, she couldn't get up." I, you know, I call the cops. I said, "That's protocol." By the way, if anybody knows what to do, if you hit a deer, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go home and call the police. And and they tell you, you know, if your if your car was able to drive home, you just go and you file a, a police report or whatever. I looked up what happens. A lot of times, what happens is they gallop off with a broken leg and they go alone. They die alone. They want to be alone when they die because they can't really do anything. Or, in uh, a fortunate situation, they will recover and they'll just have a limp the rest of their life. I don't know what her fate don't was. Don't the cops come up and just shoot it and put it out of its misery? I I don't know. Which would be great. And, so they get that out of their system. Yes. Yeah, so right? so my friend goes, "Did you put it? You let it? You left it there? You left it there struggling?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "You didn't do the humane thing." And I go, "I go, dude, I don't have a fucking gun." And I swear to God, with with without missing a beat, he goes, "Dude, you got to do the humane thing. You don't have a bat in the car." And he was dead. I thought he was joking. Yeah, dude, that's creepy. And I was like, and then the visual of a guy grabbing a fucking bat. And just fucking coming home with blood splatter on your face. <laughs> You're like, well, I couldn't let it. Yeah, I'm not. That's the. Crime. Oh my God, Henry, what is that smell? And I hit a skunk, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and the visual of just beating the fuck out of a deer with a bat to put it out of its misery was unbelievable. Have you ever hit a deer? No, you're not the same person. No. Um. Wait. Have I ever hit a deer? No, I haven't. I haven't. I've had every fucking thing in the world. It's scary. I man. had one one time ran out in front of me and I'm slamming on the brakes and it's little fucking deer booties right in front of me with that little tail and I'm sliding on this snow and at the last second it fucking zigged and I zagged. I didn't hit it. Uh, I've had everything run yeah. out in front of me. I, I was on the 70 <coughs> in, um, somewhere in uh, Colorado where you go through the Rocky Mountains, you go through that tunnel. No, I think I was actually up north, whatever that one is, north of there, up along the Wyoming border, and I was zigzagging through something. Um, I was going back to Denver, so at some point you got to go through the Rocky Mountains, and I, I had like two or three that came out to the point I slowed the fuck down because these things were like, they were big. And, you know, I had, like, the... I always got, like... I, I was with National Rent-A-Car back then, and they always had Dodge Neons, and I would always get the fucking compact. Oh, I those cars, and that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those cars were the worst. Yeah, they stunk. Yeah, they they were went like, bad yeah. when they first came out. You thought they were, eh, you know... It was, like, a basically a Chevy Cavalier, so that's what I would do when I'd be going from school, high school, uh, college cafeteria to cafeteria. Dude, I went all over Colorado. Yeah. From Denver all the way out to Grand Junction, up to Greeley... I did a Arapahoe Community College. I did, I did them all. I did them. F I don't know what it was about fucking Colorado. My college agent just was constantly fucking booking me out there. And I, I even know what I fucking hate about their airport is if you sit towards the end of one of those moving sidewalks, you just sit there waiting for your fucking flight to be <laughs> called. And every two seconds, every time somebody is coming on that moving sidewalk, like it, it, it must set off the computer voice and it just goes, caution. Moving sidewalk is nearing its end. Please watch your step. Thank you. And then uh, two seconds later, somebody, caution, 
moving sidewalk is nearing its end. Please watch your step. Thank you. Over and over and over. It's totally corporate. There's no way we can get sued. We warn everybody. And then also corporate, fuck anybody who's sitting there that was slowly driving into madness. Oh, my God. Like I used to. I used to it's uh, funny how you remember exactly the tone of it. Caution. Moving sidewalk is nearing its end. Please watch your step. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, I can tell. And that. then, of course, I would just out of nowhere just go, Jesus Christ. And then everybody would look at me like, what the fuck? Like, my temper was just so fucking out of... I mean, it's all right, it's still bad, but um, I've been killing it this year, though. I've really <clears throat> toned the fucking thing down. Like, I haven't been, uh, you know, uh, like, I've, I've gotten to the point where I started to go... Like, today was the first day in a while that I kind of lost it with that stupid SoundCloud horse shit. I had a song I wanted to listen to in my car and all that's been on my phone, and all of a sudden I go to listen to it, and there's that little stupid cloud with the arrow. And I just called this dude that I know about... Uh, computers i'm like dude you got to get that off my fucking you got to get that off my my, my computer because he's going well you know that means like your phone or your computer's filled up so now you can just stream it and you can download it again it's like wait do it's like i already paid for the song so they took it back from me yeah do i gotta pay like what the fuck's going on and it's just like and why are you making these decisions without asking me it's so fucking intrusive and creepy and it's these, unacceptable they, is what yeah, it is and the, unacceptable and these fucking people that just roll with this whole thing. You wait. I'm telling you, dude. In fucking 20 years, they're going to have drones, armed drones in the sky just hovering over every fucking neighborhood. And if anybody, we're all going to be microchipped. I mean, maybe not in our lifetime, but that's what the fuck they're going towards. And they what, want a microchip, I heard. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because since the beginning of time, fucking sociopaths have been trying to take over the world they just didn't have big enough a big enough army and they would always get they <laughs> get true. they get too stretched out That's and then they get their fucking asses kicked and then it, it goes back but if you get the right technology and you like the technology exists right now that if you got enough psychos on board to link arms that run enough nations you could easily easily run if everybody was microchipped and money doesn't exist anymore you need money for uh, for a revolution and then you also need like you know secrecy secrecy and that type of thing so if they're already listening to your phone calls and they're reading your fucking emails and they got cameras on every goddamn corner and your microchip the second they even think you're a fucking problem they just shut off your your chip and you're broke yeah and then you're this this crazy homeless guy in the subway revolution over before you even fired a shot or they just have the drone come in right just fucking take you out and whoever's sitting next to you guilty by uh association <laughs> yeah it's fucking over that would be brutal man if there would if they i mean i, I don't think it, it, they could organize it in our lifetime or maybe even in the next but it, i think that that could ultimately we're, be we're, we are uh this is the thing is the, the, the fatal flaw with human beings, I feel, is that big-hearted, honest people do not pursue power. It doesn't interest them. They're just nice people. Uh, that's and true. I, I really just think in general that uh, either there's either some sort of character flaw that so many of these people fucking have that they, they got to... It's a... They, yeah. they got to like... Or you're just out of your fucking mind. It's a sociopathic, narcissistic thing. You know, to do that, to want to. Let me that. ask you this too. To want to do you that. ever? You know what I mean? I would love to help people, but I would never want to be leader. <laughs> like, no, I would. You know, I'll join some shit if if it's a Why good be a fucking fuck, yeah. cause. Like, I don't want to be like, uh, you know, this is what we should do. This is the direction we're going in, and fucking like those people who like try to implement new laws that are fucking advantageous towards whatever fucking horse shit they're trying to slide through. 
Congress or whatever. I mean, I just think, um, just in general, like I don't understand how people go in with half of these fucking corporate companies and just knowing that, hey, this shit's all made in a sweatshop. Yeah, why? That's, just that's actually okay a really good it. point. It's like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want that job? Even why would you want to be president? Why would you want that? That there, there is something there that like you, you either, don't want to sit in traffic. Like, you know what it is? Is you want people to play trumpets when you walk in a room. Like, that's how fucked up you are. Every time you walk in. Can you imagine that shit? Yeah. You landed in a helicopter, looking down at everybody in traffic, right? Dude, I think the idea of a king is one of the most hilarious. I think the fact that there are still kings in this fucking world is one of the- That there was ever a king. And that you wore a crown is the funniest shit Dude, it's one of the funniest, shit funniest shit, the, the fact that you sit in your throne next to the queen and some juggler, your their life is in- It's one of the funniest things. And here's another thing, too, is that people, like, like believed in it. Like there was something like the way that he wiped his ass was somehow royal. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> look, I know there's morons. I'm a moron. Like that's another reason why. I mean, I shouldn't be acting like I could run shit, but I just feel like, uh, I don't know. Like they, I think really decent people and honest people, they don't have the stomach to hang in there for the fucking knife fight that really trying to get to any sort of level of power is just this shit. Like you see it, you see it on their face, like Hillary like, she's been to fucking war. You can't hurt her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she's every fucking comment ever has been said about her. They just, they got this fucking resolve. Yeah. And what kills me, dude, is they're going after a job that, like, president pays 400 grand a year. That's it. Yeah, it's crazy. It costs tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to get it. And they felt, why do they do that? And then when they all come out, they're all multimillionaires. He made a lot of money in the private sector. It's complete <laughs> horseshit. Yeah. It's completely. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. He's, I, I'm, I did a bit on that. Um, Night of Too Many Stars, I did that whole bit about the president, how the president should have fuck you money rather than just making 400 grand a year. And yeah. so he could actually sit back and be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And maybe he could actually make decisions that were good for regular people it's rather a, it's than always- It's an insulting pay. It's an insulting pay for that job. Dude, that's what that guy makes. And this is the thing, if you look at <laughs> the, the, the senators and the congressmen, they make like 200 something grand. Dude, they're that's bookies. It. They're bookies that make fucking 400 grand. Dude, there's guitar act <laughs> comedians that make more money than a senator. It's a fucking joke. I'm not shitting on Guitar X, but I'm just saying somebody, Guitar X sell tickets though. It's, it's, it really is a joke. Yeah. It's a fucking joke, dude. Yeah. Like if once you start like, you know, if you do enough dates and you're selling tickets, you could actually go to the White House and look at Obama going like, I'm making more money than this guy. I make more money a year than this fuck. This doesn't make any, it makes no, dude, they're set up yeah. to be bribed. Yeah. They're bought and paid poor before they ever fucking get in there. So that's why I don't even I don't even pay attention to it. If anybody says liberal or conservative or conspiracy theory, I just shut down from the conversation. I'm just like, you're a mouth-breathing moron. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. Yeah. Anybody who looks at that shit and actually thinks the that, fact that, 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 that the country is moving in a certain direction because <laughs> this one guy that they go, da, 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 when he comes walking out, like he's actually dictating the course of the country. That is it's so just true. It's the stupidest it's, thing. Is, it's the truest thing you're saying. And the fact that, oh, President Obama, the president of our country could sit down with a higher up at GE and the guy makes fucking double his money is Obama, it's a don't joke. worry, don't worry, dude. I got it. I got it. Let me pay for this. Yeah. They go out to sushi. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Dude, that's hey, Obama, great. I got this. That's I got fucking this. hilarious. No, no, we got this. We got we it. We got this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got it. You need a ride back? <laughs> what kind of helicopter you got? Oh, that's adorable. Air Force One. Yeah, I got two of those. I got two of those. That's Listen, adorable. remember, I put you in office. So when that thing I want to do that everybody's saying is going to fuck up the water supply, why, why does you, know, like... you know how you're voting. 
Hey, I got you know, a wife that like, always texts me. You no, know? She's, she's, she, my wife just texted. She goes, I hate your phone. She goes, like, I'm doing it's, it's, Listen, here, here's one thing. Here's, what's, here's an unacceptable. Paul, what would they be doing if they weren't complaining and slowly killing you? They, they, they wouldn't be awake. <laughs> They'd be, you know what I mean? They'd be sleeping. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why we die first. That's why we die first. No, you know why we die first, Paul? Because we don't cry. I want to get so comfortable with you, Paul, that one day I can just, <laughs> and not even over anything big. <laughs> I just want one time, the next time I'm feeling flustered. Just to cry? Which, which is an emotion no man should ever have. You should never, no man should, even if you are flustered, you should never. Admit. You said something to me once. You go, dude, you should do that on stage where I said to my wife, I go, this is me crying. This is me crying. I don't cry. Like, you know, because they right. could cry. They could cry and run up the stairs. You're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> they run upstairs and you're standing there like a dick. I don't cry. We're not going to cry. And you were like, dude, how funny would it be if I was just like, I just want to go to Bill's. <laughs> <laughs> she would, the, that would get no they would, they, fucking... And, and this is the thing. Dude, the, what would they do? Like, if, but, but she could say that to you or she could literally look at you and be like, I'm sorry, I just <laughs> wanted to see my friends. And you'd have to deal with that emotionally. And as you fucking sit there going like... <laughs> literally going like, oh my God, are you really crying about this right now? How old are you? Dude. Like, but if you ever did it, dude, like they, they would... I think their head would split. Dude, the visual of you standing there. I just wanted to play poker with the guys. <laughs> the visual of you the visual of you looking at Nia going, I just want a cigar. <laughs> Dude, you might get kicked out of the house. Like it would be over. Like there's no a woman can't fucking have sex with her husband after he did no, that. No. Can't no, have sex over. with it. It's over. Vagina just <laughs> done. You wanna do something fucking hilarious? When when my dad's mom died, he cried at the funeral when he was speaking, and my mother goes, I, I thought he overdid it a little bit. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Mom. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. I've never seen him cry in his life. He lost his mother. Can he Are, shed a few? You, is your mother Irish? Uh, she has a little bit of Irish. I swear to God. A little bit of Irish, but it's we're, we're, we're mostly, I'm I've mostly German. I've never seen a toughness, though. The Irish... Have no, like, you know, I just had to, I did a benefit. I actually did a benefit with Colin Quinn and the guy, 46 years old, died of cancer and the wife came in holding a daughter, my daughter's age, and it kind of hit me, like, can you see that? But she was just a strong Irish woman and it's like, Irish with hangovers, they're the most hilarious. They don't complain about it. They just take it. It's almost like they accept how shitty things are. Oh, yeah. Uh, right? Dude, you, you're, yeah. Any, any of you guys with the olive skin, like, yeah. in, in the European, you guys are in touch <laughs> with your emotions yeah yeah like i think french people are the only pasty people that actually are, are a little bit more emotional yeah but they're yeah. animals man they're, they're fucking animals. no german irish you guys just don't show emotion it's so it's hilarious uh, just, oh it's it's all in our food if you look at our food uh, just the, the lack of love <laughs> just boiling shit here it is you fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true it's true dude but you i like i and tough you guys got heart you're tough you but you just will take pain you take punishment it's fucking even the women my neighbor old irish woman lost no, her, you, you, lost her lost her son and she was just fucking tough about it so i think it's a wall you know they make no, it isn't it kills you it kills you that's why i am like <laughs> that's why you know when you always say i'm a closet italian is because I recognize yeah. that the way I am is fucked up. So when I go down there, and they they actually go too far in the other direction. But like Italians always crack me up. Like like there, <laughs> like just being you know coming from German Irish food, 
Yeah. And the lack of giving a fuck on so much of that shit, you know? Corned beef, you just shove it into a fucking, like a grilled cheese sandwich. Tss, like, here you go. Like, they don't give a shit. Um, I just, to, to see, like, a, like the funny thing about it, like, I don't know where I saw this, but, like, they'll literally watch you starting to make a meal and if you start fucking it up, like it actually upsets them. Oh yeah. Like oh no, what are we no? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. like, it just like no. My the, father the actually takes that, it personally. That they give a fuck. Yeah. No, my father actually he took us out to a restaurant once. He was so distraught. He was so distraught. It was like he just got a phone call that somebody was in an accident. He was so distraught that he actually tilted his head down. He goes, guys, I'm really, he goes, I'm sorry about this. And he called the owner over. He goes, I don't want to talk to the manager. He called the owner over here, and he's like, I, I brought my family. He literally said, I brought my family here. I can't. We can't. And and the owner just looked at him like, I'm, I don't know. Like, it was just the most. But I, the reason why yeah, I said he, you're he, like an Italian he, he is because you, when you eat, that's the one thing. You do a couple of things. You like you like comfort the way Italians like. You know, I'm a sedan guy, a cigar. You're kind of like the two, but you eat. When you when I watch you eat, you actually process it like an Italian. You don't just fucking eat like an animal and just, oh, it's good. Like, you you fuck, right. you actually savor it, you know, yeah. which you have to. I mean, look, we're all going to fucking die. What, are you going to not enjoy your meal? No, no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, no, eating is like a sacred fucking thing. And the it's, fact that my background, where I come from, so much. I'm look. I'm not saying that there's some great shit. Okay, I don't know which one of the, uh, you know, shepherd's pie. I think that's English turkey pie. Stacy loves shepherd's yeah, pie. Yeah, but like that type of stuff, I like. But I mean, you know, corned beef and cabbage. I mean, you just fucking throw this meat in there and you just boil it up, and it's just like it was so fucking bland. Um, <laughs> this shit, like the lack of joy. Oh, it's, by the way, it's also, but it's also one of the reasons why I love the Irish and I love German people is like, um, you know, like if you look at the Germans, if you look at that fucking station wagon and what they were able to do with that, that's so like a German thing that, you know, I got there and I was, and I wanted to look at the back seat. Like I basically, I'm not new to your podcast here. I looked at this, this AMG Mercedes station wagon, which I just thought was the fucking shit. Because it just looks like a station wagon. It looked like a mom's going to drive it down with a baby seat. And meanwhile, it can go zero to 60 in three point something seconds. So I asked to see the rear seat, you know, the one that faces the other yeah. direction. There wasn't one in the car. That's Because funny. the added weight would have fucked with it zero to yeah, 60. Yeah, so they're just it doing a, it because they could. It was a goddamn race car. But the thing about it is to be able to, the performance that they're able to get yeah. with that body style, it, that's the appreciation that I have with the art of that why um you know it's great this is the guy who was fucking rebuilding the engine on my truck um you know he's a hot rod guy and i was telling him about that and because you were telling me like bill i can't get past the fact that it's a fucking station wagon i love that this hot rod guy who builds this shit i told him about the car and before he even finished he said oh man that car's this shit that is so fucking cool yeah and i go right because it's a station wagon he goes absolutely absolutely dude anybody can take a car shaped like a sports car and get that kind of performance, right? Out. But to take this fucking sled, yeah, and to be able to pull up next to, to take something else's... you could take the family across the fucking country with, yeah, with the fucking. I mean, obviously you're adding weight there, but just it, to me that was so, like, so fucking cool. But I actually talked to this guy. Like, eventually, what I'm gonna do is I think I'm gonna get a. I'm a Ford guy, and I think what I'm gonna do, like my truck. Uh, I had this thing, you know, I was putting unleaded gas in, and I didn't treat it enough because it's a leaded engine. Like the top of the engine wasn't getting oil. So I cooked the valves a little bit. So he had to replace the valves. He already had the fucking engine halfway broken down. So I'm like, all right, let's do the whole thing. So he's going to put a new crankshaft in. They're going to rebuild the whole thing, freshen up the engine. But I still, uh, you know, he's like, you're going to take that granny tranny out of there and 
because I got three in the tree right now, so it's fucking screaming at 60 miles an hour, you know, because I don't have any fourth gear or overdrive, but it's just too cool to drive for me to be shifting on the column. I just think it's fucking cool as shit, so I'll just use that as a cruiser, and then eventually if I get another car, is uh, I'd love to get like a Ford Galaxy, like a sedan, and uh, the interior and the top of the car looks like 1965, but underneath, right down to the chassis. Yeah. Right? The whole fucking thing is just brand new, state-of-the-art, 2015. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, man, you could be, be able to drive across the country in that thing, smoking a fucking cigar. Oh, come on, man. Cream-colored interior. Oh, dude. Jet black, cream-colored interior, or maybe like the red interior like the, they had in the 60s. The Mercedes S550 that uh, Christopher Waltz drove in Horrible Bosses too. He opened the door and it had the blue lights in it. It was fucking. It was. Oh, yeah. It was everything I wanted. It how fun? Bl- how funny was that? Fucking I said, yeah, I want. I'm going to talk about that movie in a second. Or not. I love their southern accents. Oh yeah. They could have done like a hacky one, but I loved. Uh, uh, Sudeikis was doing almost like that. Uh, that that Bugs Bunny one. Remember that? Uh, yeah, Mel yeah. Blank would do that. Oh, Belvedere. Yeah, yeah. Come I, here, boy. I, I liked Horrible Bosses one better, but I definitely this one entertained me. Kevin uh, Spacey was fucking hilarious. Kevin Spacey was yeah, he was great. Did you ever hear his impressions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, right. he, he nails him. Yeah. He, he's, he's a really talented guy. All right, we're going to do some fan... Part of the show, the Verzi Effect is a huge thing. Part of the show is Unacceptables. And I have some fan ones here. Unfortunately, you know, with guests and time restraints, I can't get to everybody, but I will read some of these Unacceptables and we'll chime in on it. This one is from Jay Rodriguez. And Jay Rodriguez says, Hey, Paul, uh, huge fan. I think you might have dealt with something like this. People who order pizza delivery in a blizzard complain... When you tell them that I will be there as fast as I can, but I can't promise a time. When I get to the house, not a goddamn snowflake has been has been shoveled. Wow, yeah, that is that's 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 shitty. You know what I mean? And the twat waffle who opens the door acts surprised when uh, when he sees the amount of snow. Then, if that's not enough, he says thank you for coming and shakes my hand and slips me a damn dollar. He will find some day in April when the snow melts because I threw it in the front yard. Unfucking acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking brutal. Absolutely. And the fact that the guy wanted you to be quick and didn't even care about you driving. Like the other day it was snowing so bad I didn't even order food. I'm like, I'm not ordering food. That's fuck. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make somebody endanger their life because right. I want Chinese. I'll make fucking I got one for you. I was at the gym today and I'm doing legs, right? Nobody <laughs> does legs, right? <laughs> so I fucking I'm doing legs today. And there's these two people sitting. And you know the one where you just sit down and you bring your legs up, down, up, down, up, yeah. down? Two people are sitting there in between sets. And I go, hey, can I work a set in? And the fucking jerk-off's like, oh, I'm almost done. And then I go to the woman, hey, can I work a set in? And they both, she just goes like, oh, I'll be done really, like, really quickly. And it's just like, no gym etiquette. You're just sitting there <laughs> resting. Get the fuck up. Yeah. That's... Let me let me knock mine out. The gym is crowded. Oh, my God. Unacceptable, right? That's, Am I out of my that, fucking mind? No, that's unacceptable. Yeah, gym etiquette. Yeah. Yeah, gym etiquette. Same I, right. If the gym's fucking crowded, you only do 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it says on the treadmill, you get the fuck out of there. Yeah. You go eat a salad. You'll be fine. What about spa etiquette? What do you think of those guys with their balls just hanging out? Is that is that bad etiquette or- Unacceptable. Or that, Unacceptable yeah. unless you go- <laughs> I love to, when they talk unless, like unless, they're not- <laughs> Unless you go to one that is like, uh, whatever, Russian or some, you know, in Koreatown or something. Yeah. Because then it's like a cultural thing. And then he got to be like, all right, they have their balls out. That's acceptable. Then I'm fine. But if, <laughs> if it's some fucking mainstream, uh, mainstream fucking steam room, yeah, you got to cover those, cover them up. I man. love the guys with their just dick balls out and they don't even talk, like they, it's, they act like nothing. Like, hey, how's everything? It's just like, dude, me and Lawhead were in one time and the fucking guy's just sitting there with his 
fucking whole package out, and we're just sitting there like, you know, both of us are covered up, and he's just fucking sitting there like whatever. And then he fucking stands up, <laughs> walks into the middle of it, and then just reaches up with his hands and does like this back stretch. You know what I mean? It's fucking uh, side view. Oh my god! It was like Monty Python. Remember that movie where he was playing Jesus and yeah. he comes out to stretch and everybody's just sitting there, staring at his dick. That's like what it was. Uh, Except we're in this fucking steam room. That's fucking gross, dude. That's fucking gross, and that's really unacceptable. This one's from John Q. And John Q says, I have a tight group of nine friends from high school, both male and female. They are all married and have kids. I'm the only single one. I found out last week that I wasn't invited to a dinner party because the cunt wife said it was couples only. Right? Uh, and, if that was, uh, and it would be awkward with a single seat. I look, at my, I look at my receipts from last year and I spent $2,000 on gift for these kids and birthdays and Christmas. Just because I'm single doesn't mean I'm not human. Wow, he spent two grand on the families and they don't invite him over for a big family gathering because he's single. Is that fucked? Is that? I see both sides of that. Okay. I got to be honest with you. Who the fuck wants to go hang with a bunch of couples? I'll go hang with the guys. Once all the, yeah, the women's women's yeah, there. What, yeah, but what if the women go downstairs and they do what they do and drink wine and then all the guys are smoking a stick? Then that stinks. Then that stinks. But if you're going to show up and it's just like cheese on Ritz crackers, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'll stay home and watch the game. It all yeah. depends on what kind of a party it is. Oh, Joe B just came in. Joey here. B. We got we got uh, walked in the locker room. Yeah, come and sit down. We're gonna do. I'm doing some of these unacceptables, and we'll get. All right, on. all right, Joe B. Oh, hot off of his surgery, looking great. Thank you. Look, little, uh, look, maybe he snuck a little lipo look, oh, in there. This is. Look at this. This is. That's what I wear. That's the beautiful. Look at that. Hundred percent cashmere, purple V-neck sweater. God bless you. You look great. Thank you, Benedict. You look. At- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Straight off a uh, puck off uh, trade deadline wrap up with the great Graham K. Oh, nice. And Fraser, we're looking for you to defend your Boston Bruins. Oh, I like that they're actually starting to play a little better. I'm hoping they make the eighth spot. We obviously got to shake things up. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. It's well, gonna, I don't want to hijack. Not making the playoffs would be a, unacceptable, I would say. Well, we're going to do I mean, yeah, I'm just <laughs> It all do, depends. You know something? It all depends on who's in the fucking draft. Do they do a lottery in the NHL? Well, they, well, they are, but. Yeah, you would have like a two percent chance to get Connor McDavid. Is that what you're looking for? I mean, I figured there's got to be, Eichel, gotta be yeah. somebody coming out. Well, there's the two guys are like, in, like generational. It's like a it's like a uh, Sid uh, Gino Ovechkin draft this year. Oh wow! Yeah, All right, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do. I kind of got. I'm sorry. Uh, no. con- congratulations on 200 podcasts. And, and you know what? I'm with two of my favorite guys. We should have got some champagne and sticks in here. I know, we uh, should have got some hookers well, in here. it's still early, you know? <laughs> uh, fucking Joe. Uh, Joe, right Champagne, on. were you a bunch of queers? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe. All right, this is... Uh, <laughs> and the funny thing is, folks, he's not kidding. The fucking Joe B is an absolute fucking animal. I mean, he's Joe B, you don't fuck around, Joe. No. But I'm glad to see you doing good. And I'm Thank glad you. to see you calm down. That's what you're going to do, right? You're getting back on track, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back at hitting the horse. Did some sets this week, feeling good. Bunch of new stuff. Wait, I got all my hockey in. It's just the things are good, man. Things are good. Other than, you know, um, my I have a grand debt now. But other than that, you know, it's all good. Things are fun. Nice. Yeah, things are good. I'm, I'm happy to, to uh... I'm just, I, these are two my two favorite people. Yeah, this is great. That got... aren't in penguin uniforms. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. No, not even. Well, we're going to get... It's the best. I mean, there's a t-shirt online you can get that says, I love the Pittsburgh Penguins and a couple other people. That's that's great. <laughs> let me ask you this. What do you, you know... And let me ask you this. On, on NHL players, they're all in unbelievable shape just because they, they, you know, they're fucking basically sprinting every time they go out there. Phil Kessel, though. I saw him, you know, doing this interview, and he he looks like me right now. It's like it's like, what is he? How the fuck do you skate around that fast? And you still got pudgy cheeks. For those saying that he's been jaking it for four months, his uh, his jawbone didn't uh, didn't help him out. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but he hasn't been. The, it's always the playoffs too, where guys like Shanny come in at like two twenty and leave at like one eighty five. Like their faces are caved in. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like. <laughs> He looks like he, he retired last year. Yeah, he looks like he's, he's yeah. He's, he's starting to get ready. He has like a commentator's face. He doesn't look like he's getting ready to you know gear up for the playoffs. That is really insightful of you because I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, wow, Kessel, just kind of carrying some baby fat around in I was in, in at March. A, it, yeah, <laughs> in, in the interview, he looked like he looked like us after pickup hockey. His face was all red. He should have just been talking about he had a spot down the store and he was he was complaining about somebody. He was actually sticking up for a teammate, which I mean. I'm not, he I'm, was I'm, sticking I'm, I'm, up for his captain, as okay. a matter of fact. And I'm not. I'm not a Phil Kessel hater. I just was watching it. It's just you know, you see one hockey player after another. They're all shredded. I think and just it, to yeah. see this Gerber baby face on it. I've just you know, you don't see that a lot in the NHL. It was camp. it was amazing that Kessel waited until after the trade deadline, and after they lost like 19 in a row, to defend his captain. Well, I, I, <laughs> and then they they won last night though. They beat a team that was going to play their. Throw their goaltending coach, but he's never been a guy that does shit like that, and I think that now he's learning. No, I that, think it was that, great that, at that Castle he, to do he, that. I'm yeah, sorry I to turn this in the puck off. Come be a guest again. We would love to have you back on puck off. And Verzi, right. we welcome you as all. You know, yeah, I mean, Paul I don't Verzi. know what I can literally bring... though. I'm so happy that you're here. You uh, are totally like one of my all time. You uh, know how much I love Verzi. Uh, now it's a jerk fest. Where's the champagne? <laughs> uh all right, so here we got. I'm gonna do a couple more of these unacceptables, and I want to talk sports with you guys and movies, and I want to talk about some some shit with uh, with uh, Bill, what you did. Um, all right, so this is from Phil Oakley, and Phil Oakley says, "Okay, I hope uh, I hope I make 200." So you did, Phil. You made 200. Holy fucking unacceptable! I run a cleaning service that takes care of large, wealthy homes. Construction workers are working on the basement when I arrived this morning, Tuesday. There are five bathrooms, one master bedroom. First bathroom smells like I wipe someone's ass with my own nose. Uh, <laughs> cleaned it, then plow ahead. Construction workers come up to me and ask if they can use bathrooms. I told them just one uh, uh, haven't, uh, just one hasn't been cleaned so far. Uh, and he says, "See, si, senor." Second bathroom, same absolute shit smell. Ugh! At that point, you got to start saying no. Uh, you know it's bad when you could distinctively smell the spices. I can take Jesus. the smell of shit, but not this shit. Remember the stink bombs from high school? It was combined with the stink bombs smuggled in from Mexico. Third bathroom stinks. So all these guys, all these construction workers are shitting this guy's all over this guy's bathroom. No, uh, he's got to tell him to get a fucking outhouse. Yeah, drop the outhouse, you go drop a dose in there. He goes, I ran downstairs, an uh, explicit detail, explain the horror. And he and his crew, that he and his crew left behind. 
had to put those animals in a cage. Hashtag unacceptable. It, Good. Was, it was like they ate together and had some rancid uh, Guatemalan you know were... stuffed peppers as a working as worked as a community and reaching a new uh, high point of stink. If Lawhead's there, say what's up. Can't wait for 200. Peace, brother. Thank you, Phil. Uh, so this guy had a bunch of construction workers shitting all over the place. That is unacceptable. Like, I don't, I, I could never shit in somebody else's, like, I would, you know what I mean? You can't do that. And a construction site should have an outhouse, but you, no? you know those construction guys were laughing their ass off when they left. Because there's, no, there's nothing funnier than just some guy irate that you fucking blew out his bathroom <laughs> and all three of you did. <laughs> Do you think they did it on purpose? Like, does as, that sound like a? As a blue collar guy, I'm always kind of tweaked that they like put an outhouse where like these guys can build you a kitchen, but they can't use your bathroom. No, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> you're gonna fucking come over here, and you're gonna ro- if, even if you don't do it, the, the the head contractor is gonna rob you blind. Those guys are fucking thieves. Your animals shit outside. All right. You think they're animals? I don't think the worker, the worker bee, is not an animal. All right, but here's the fucking thing. All right, the amount of money that they're gonna overcharge you, and you're getting screwed, and then fucking oh, some guy's gonna take a burrito shit or a McDonald's dump. It's like, it's fucking nasty. So now, let me ask you something. Use you the had, clean you had, towels. You had a work done on your place. Did anybody it's blow done. up your? Did anybody blow up your nope, bathrooms? From day one, we had a fucking outhouse. There you go. So you see that, Phil? Yeah. That's a good unacceptable. One. That's from a good. Day one, they had the outhouse. That's all they fucking used, and uh, and that was it. That was it. It was fucking oh it. Oh, my God, dude. This guy, Phil, did an impression of you. I can't get it. This guy is a fan of both of our podcasts, and he goes, Verzi, I don't know. I'm a little embarrassed, and he sent me a clip of you, mm-hmm. and it was fucking... It was, it was you, dude. It was you. I got to send it to you, but that's who sent, uh, that's who sent it. And he's quiet and even-keeled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is it. We got a couple more, and we're done. We're going to get into sports. Uh, Joshua uh, T. Culkin's... Wow, he's got a hyphenated, so I'm just going to keep it at that. He says... Uh, he has an outhouse for his family. E.L. James, cr- creator of the atrocious, poorly penned, wow, glorified Twilight fan fiction that is Fifty Shades of Grey, is taking in millions of dollars from people whose taste in literature makes me cheer for diseases like Ebola to wipe out half the human populace. Wow. Anyone with world processing program a pulse, <laughs> enough imagination to tell a story of uh, seventh grade reading level or vocabulary enough to get through a day can create vastly superior narrative uh, to the streaming pile of awful... Okay, this guy obviously fucking hates the Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, Anybody who genuinely enjoyed the film or books from which was created should be put in a cage. The fact that genuinely gifted storytellers... Okay, this atrocity. Okay, so uh, this is from an indie author. So he says Fifty Shades of Grey taking in the money and these people reading the books and liking it is just an absolute travesty. What do you think about that? Well, you know, not everybody's into books. And a lot of us like easy ones. I'm happy they're reading. Yeah, I, I, I fucking... <laughs> Did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? No, like if you saw like the books I read, I read like Stephen Adler's, you know, Appetite for My Destruction, whatever it is. I read like, you know, Slash's book. Uh, you know that Jimmy Page book? You interview with Jimmy Page. I just isn't read, that a great book? Yeah, I just I read shit about the NFL. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think if you're an independent um, literature fucking person or whatever, I think you just have to you have to accept that if you're gonna try to do some highbrow shit, 
you're you're not going to be mainstream, and that the the Britney Spears, the boy bands, are always going to sell more albums than. A, but is what this is, person is saying is unacceptable? Is the masses that are given millions is are the masses dumber? Is this a dumb? Is this a dumb person's film? They're reading. That's doing more than most people. Right. Reading, I'm not. I'm not going to read a book that thick. There's no pictures in that book, or maybe <laughs> okay. there is. No, I mean, you know, I just look at it like that guy is smart as he is. He's that same mouth breathing moron. If you bring something else up, <laughs> it's right. just he's a book guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, it's above, you know, it's it's above them reading. Close to it. It's above them it. reading Star Magazine. All right, you know, right. I mean, what I mean, is it about, anyways? It's. I think it's just about it, like an insane sex life. I can think it's just like sex to, like sex to a level that, like, with your partner, I think it just gets nuts. It's like I guess, I guess it's like if you and your partner was like a porn fucking gagging each other and doing it's like that's what this guy did I guess. So it's like nine yep. and a half weeks. It's it's yeah it's fucking I mean I'm not gonna I mean I don't want to no offense to anybody that made it but it, I mean I I can't watch that I can't read I'm not reading that I mean if I read anything I'm gonna read about Lawrence Taylor. Why would life. you read that when it's just online porn? Why don't you just get to it like that's that book? Right? Yeah, that's porn Films. for people who think they're smart. It's like well, I'm gonna read and then jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is um, this is we do uh, Dan Dan the masshole Dan the masshole at We Are Massholes says some inbred animal at the grocery store coughing without covering his mouth while picking up fruit he didn't buy, hashtag unacceptable hashtag cave uh, cage him that's fucking brutal, and uh, we're gonna do one more here and then we're gonna talk sports yeah you guys with the unacceptables and this one is from a guy uh, Mike. I don't buy fruit at the grocery store, so I don't know what he's talking and about. And Mike says... Uh, I get mad when my wife buys fruit. I'm like, that's a waste of money. He put took a picture of a guy on an airplane with his bare with feet, with his, with his shoes off and feet. You ever, see a guy, uh, you ever see a guy... I saw a guy at one seat over trim his toenails in front of me on a plane. Oh, that's, oh. that's fucking unacceptable. <laughs> well, thank, guys, thank you for the unacceptables. I obviously couldn't get all of them in, but I wanted to get some in because of the guests. So now, uh, a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, Joe B is here. Yes. How's everything? How's the little girl doing? She's doing good. She's balling hard. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she looks like she's... Yeah, she's ten. She's can. She's can. She can play the four. She can play all five positions. She's doing really well. I don't know if she's ever gonna do anything with it because she doesn't like to run. She's like Barkley. She likes to walk down the court after the rebound. Yeah, I saw <laughs> her the other day, man. I checked out your new place, dude. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, are you in a? Uh, well, you, uh, yeah, you, uh, you you should come over. You and Nia, if you're around tomorrow night, Buns is cooking for uh, Paul. A little oh, chicken dude, his, parm. His, his wife is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to get into sports real quick, and then we're going to talk movies, and then we're going to do plugs and get out of here. Uh, are, we, are, we, are we filming this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I wore, um, I wore my nice sweater. All right. Uh, <laughs> sports, I want to get into sports. The first thing that we definitely have to talk about, and uh, I'm glad you brought it to my attention, is uh, the passing of 48 years old, way too soon, um, Anthony Mason of the New York Knicks, of my beloved New York Knicks, uh, did not have a guy on the team with more heart. Not only that, he was a big guy who could handle the ball. Riley fucking trusted him in the biggest moments against the best Bulls teams in history, also the Pacers. Uh, you could go up against him, but you paid for it. Him and Oakley made you pay for it. And uh, just a true Nick man, a Nick at heart, uh, died. He had a massive heart attack and tried to fight through it and didn't make it, and it's brutal. Uh, Knicks Nation was, I mean, do you remember Mason, guys? You remember fucking Mason? Yeah, Mason. You remember when those teams tried to fucking go inside and he just, he would beat you, man. He was a bruiser. Yeah, but that's back when you could also do it, too, man. It was awesome. 
Him yeah. and Oakley, I mean, that's... that's I saw I, them I, next I, to each other I, in front of me. I would put that up against, I mean... The Road Warriors. I mean, they're, they're just like, yeah. I <laughs> so, mean, who else is and tougher not only, than that? Here's one thing that people don't know about Anthony Mason. He was a diehard, huge stand-up comedy fan. He would go out to Caroline's and support guys. He supported the New York comedy scene. They always saw him there. He would always take pictures with comics. Anthony Mason loved what we do. And he was a fucking... He was. A, I mean, I when I heard that, that one really hurt me to find yeah, out Yeah, he's Mace too young gone, to man. die, man. 48 is when he had a son who plays. It's just, it's brutal, man. Anthony Mason of those 90s Knicks teams were just... I saw him in Oakley walk past me i was at practice and i swear to god believe it or not even though mason was more cut oakley's tricep looked like a fucking nfl football it was the biggest thing they those two uh, looking at those two yeah. that close to know that that was in the paint how tall were they oh i think uh oakley's six nine i think mason was like six nine six eight i mean Jesus. just just and but but not just that I mean, these guys yeah, were big. animals. I saw Xavier Oakley. McDaniel was Xavier on that McDaniel, team. Xavier McDaniel, John Starks. I mean, Xavier McDaniel is one of the toughest guys that ever a fucking played. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I mean. That team was just nuts. They'd, I mean, and they, and they still had Pat in the back. Yeah. You know, just a great. I, that was like Georgetown had like seven guys over like 6'10 that one year. Yeah. Yeah. Just Patrick Ewing, Michael Graham. Oh, my, yeah. Graham was a mailman. And John Thompson saw him on the street, and he need, he knew he needed a bodyguard for you. Funniest thing is, no, I'm sorry, that was Ed Spriggs. The year they the year they lost to Jordan, he had Ed Spriggs. He was dude. Anthony Mason was mail. such a badass that people that wanted to fight him wouldn't. They would just look at him and walk away, and he would just stare at him. It was over. You weren't going to fight Mason. It was it was you know. I mean, remember Barkley came up to Oakley, and Oakley took one hand and just put him down. <laughs> Took one arm. You could watch it on. Bar what? Barkley charged Oakley, and Oakley took one arm and put him down. And I love when people would look at Mason. Mason would just look at him. It's like, well, you ain't gonna do anything to Anthony Mason. It's just he. Nah, he was like a fucking. I remember he ran refrigerator. the refrigerator, and he would fucking dribble up. It was just, it's, it's, it's a shame. So rest in peace to Anthony Mason. Well, they ruined. There's no guys don't don't have heart like that anymore. No. You, you you can put everyone in the NBA combined, and no one they still don't. <laughs> How have many heart. six nine six ten guys dive out of bounds into the stands? That's what Oakley and Mason did. None of them do it anymore. The only reason why that Knicks team didn't win is because of uh, well, you know, you can't say that because Elijah won. Fuck, God, fuck it hurts. No, here's why the Knicks team didn't hurts. win because he didn't bench Starks when he should have. That's why he didn't win, and they didn't win because Charles Mason couldn't make a goddamn layup. He had four chances. Oh no! Greg, uh, no no no! Uh, Charles Smith the Charles, next year. Yeah. Charles Smith Charles the next Smith, year. Yeah. yeah. And then Riley, you know, oh Riley's a great coach. Riley's this. Riley's that. Riley won with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson. That's who he won with. James Worthy. James Worthy. Excuse me, Mister Worthy. I mean, you know, but he's the greatest coach ever. Well, of course he was. He had the all-time leading scorer and the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> oh well, he's a great coach. When you get when you get Patrick Ewing a shooting guard. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about what the what do you guys think the big story today is that what the Eagles did today? What do you think about that? What they do? LaShawn McCoy to the Bills. Guy's uh, third best running back in the league. He had uh, thirteen hundred yards last year. They just got rid of him. They got rid of him oh, to the fuck. Bills. So yeah. Guys Dude, in his they, prime. Now they got a running game. Bills are going to be the, scary, man. And they got Sammy Watkins. They got. They just got. And guess who they signed they got, today, and they, Bill? And they got the most sacks in the league. And guess who they Bills signed are today? Be all right. They signed Matt Castle today to throw to Sammy Watkins. I like that. Uh, yeah, might might be good. Um, I still like the Cavs and Spurs for the finals. That was my prediction before the year. LeBron looks great. LeBron's fucking great. LeBron's great. I mean, Do you he know has, how bad he heart, I was hoping Rex Ryan great. would just go to some uh, the other conference. Yeah, I know. I'm just so sick. And it's very rare to get in the same way. How did he get another job? That's what amazes me. 
Well, I don't think it was his. I thought he was a great fucking. I don't. I thought they should as a as a, as a coach as a they, defensive coordinator. Look, dude, they, his their GM fucking zigged when he should have zagged like twenty fucking times. He didn't have the players when he had the players. They they became like two plays away from going to the fucking Super Bowl. All right, if you get Rex Ryan. The players and the players love that guy. That guy, I think the bill, the Bills, the Bills will definitely split with them next year. I think one and one. With who? The pa- Patriots? Yeah. I'm a hockey. I don't. I, I can't. I don't know. I'm a hockey expert. I. Yeah. I'm. I'm a nothing expert. I just talk. No, I mean, I know, but I mean, literally, like, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get, I get so fed up with the NFL. I don't really watch it anymore. I'm so fed up with it. So really. Well, because every other fucking Pittsburgh guy for like five years would just get fines for tackling people. Yeah, you get, oh, we got, I, I, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I like yeah. when you're allowed to hit people. Not like, oh, don't hit him. He might get a concussion. Ooh. Yeah, enough. Do you know in the end of the Patriots-Seattle game, that circus catch, that unbelievable catch that guy, that never would have been a catch back in the day because even though Butler tipped it up, and that Seattle guy was bobbling it, that safety came over the top. Back in the day, he would have taken that guy's fucking head off, and instead he jumped over him because he was a defenseless receiver, and he allowed that guy to catch the ball. We almost lost the fucking game because of that rule. Back in the day, he, he fucking plows into that guy, buries him. Yeah. Buries him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Bill, I wanted to talk to you. You just traveled the world, man. You yep. just traveled the world. How many countries? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. But I flew around the world is what I did. I went to Australia, toured all of Australia. Oh, at least a lot of the major places. Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Perth. Then did Auckland and Wellington, New Zealand. Then, wow. Then flew up to Singapore, which is a 10-hour fucking flight from Auckland. I was not anticipating that. I thought it was going to be like fucking six hours. Uh, and then we did Hong Kong, China, and then did Mumbai, which is recently Bombay, India. And then we had to do the Patrice O'Neill benefit, so we connected in Dubai. And then they go, the guy's fucking sitting there talking about where we were going to fly. He goes, all right, we're going to be, we start cruising altitude. We're going to be heading north over Iran and then banging <laughs> a left over Russia. And I'm just saying, if this guy says the fucking Ukraine, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> Please. Yeah, and I'm just thinking like, all right, I'm flying Air Emirates. You know, maybe they'll they'll just be like, all right, leave it alone. But what I'm worried about, there's an app that you can point at every fucking plane. And it says where it's going. What? It, really? It's fucking insane. That's weird. Why would you do that? Yeah. What was your favorite place? Um... I mean, obviously, I loved them all, but I'll just, as far as the experience was India. India was unbelievable. All of Asia was incredible because I had never been there. And like going to Australia and New Zealand, it's like white people with a different accent. You know what I mean? And, but to go to like uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, and India and just really be uh, just immersed in completely different cultures, you know what I mean? It was, it, that was a, um, something I'm never going to forget. I loved India, man. And it was, it was crazy, it was chaos. But the people were cool as shit. They were really funny. Uh, Hong Kong was the shit. In Singapore, Singapore was a little weird with the uh, the Big Brother aspect of it. But it was such a beautiful. What do you mean? City. What do you mean a Big Brother aspect of it? Well, like they don't. You know, you, look, this is the deal. Like, they don't sell gum in Singapore. You're allowed to bring it in and you can chew it. But if you spit it on the ground or stick it, if you don't dispose of it properly, you get like a fine. All Americans think that you get caned. You don't. But like. Like, they don't have a problem over there because if you're a drug dealer and shit like that, they just kill you. They hang you, and it's over. And um, so there was definitely that little bit of tension there. Um, (laughs) You're just like, wow, please don't. You always get panicked like someone's going to fucking plant drugs on you. That's the first time I went to a a country where it was just like, don't talk about the government. Don't talk about race. 
Don't talk about religion. And then I got there, and the it was guy like a college gig just makes you right. think like, <laughs> no, except, except you could get cane for it. But no, this is the thing. The dude who opened for me fucking talked about all of that shit, and he's just like, "No, dude, you'd have to be here doing a show every week and keep doing that, and people keep would keep Could complaining." You your drunk friends that you grew up with from Boston, or like a bunch of New York kids going there, getting hammered, just breaking, throwing gum, pissing in the street. They get fucking this shit kicked out. You wouldn't get the shit. You'd get you'd get fine, but you you have to basically like believe me. I asked like, "What do I have to do to get caned?" Because I'm gonna stop <laughs> short of that. And it's like you'd basically you you'd have to go around vandalizing shit, and like you'd have to do some serious punk shit. And, um, but like they got, they had a thing over there too. Like every car over there was, uh, cost like four times what it cost over here. Cause it's just a little Island and they're trying to keep it down. So like I've pointed at a hatchback, it looked like a $23,000 car. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, that that's $110,000 here. And you're only allowed to keep it for 10 years. And after 10 years, you either have to fucking junk it or export it so there was right. people but there was plenty of mercedes there because you know bankers a bunch of fucking thieves so they there was but they were paying like four to six hundred thousand dollars for their mercedes wow like an e uh what are the e350 over there like that that would probably cost you like 320 four hundred thousand dollars fucking nuts i like that e350 man that i don't e like it for 350 grand no no, but no, not even. I mean, I've, the the Dude, S550 is one twenty. Out in front of our hotel, there it's was a, a Lamborghini. Joke. So it's just like that guy played like over a million dollars for that car. Lamborghini is like three hundred grand, right? Two, three hundred grand, whatever. Eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars for that fucking car. The insurance must be nuts with all the Asian drivers. Oh Jesus Christ! So just to fucking be driving around that little ass <laughs> island where you can't take it out. It's like why the fuck did you even get it? Yeah, no, no, you gotta have that, up by me. You gotta have a car up like up by me. You know, you, I heard, you, you, I heard you, you're in the woods now. Yeah, well, I mean, compared, to, I'm in Harlem compared to you, but I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, Verzi lives where like a Adriana got fucking killed. That's where Verzi lives. Oh, he really does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, it's yeah. like nowhere. And I fucking love it. I, you do. It's great. It's great. I would go nuts. I mean, I, I love it. I love your family. It's a great time. But after three days, I, you need, I, you need more. Myself. You need yeah. more. Yeah, you can't be in the woods. I love it. I, I like to be away from everybody. I like to be away, man. I get, you can't be in a densely populated. For me, I just you know, I need I need a piece of earth. Well, you know what? You I, know I mean, I need a piece of earth. And even if you're well, you're there, I could stay there all the whole time because we just hang out, have a good time. Well, but go if I was there by myself. I mean, Parma Market's a fucking joke. Oh, yeah. No, you you really do have the witness protection program. Like that's like no one's ever would ever fucking find you if you were out there and you changed your name. Yeah, but you want to fucking touch your neighbor's house? You want to lean over? No, and no, touch no. Your I'm, I'm not talking. But I'm just saying, dude, you really are. I'm out. I was worried the dude, limo like, driver dude, no. wasn't going to find his way back to the freeway. <laughs> dude, I'm like, I, dude, do you know how to get back? He's like, yeah, I know. You go, no, really, dude, you know how to get back? Dude, it's he, raining you drive, outside. To get to his house, you drive down the streets. Like, if there was a headless horseman, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Revere riding by. Well, listen, I want to talk about what we're all doing and then, you know, wrap this up here. Um, Bill, congratulations on the movie Black or White. Oh yeah, it's um, uh, it's, it's fucking it's got legs, man. It's is, doing great. Is it coming out? It's coming. Is it in select or is it out now? It's it's uh, it's already was out. It uh it cost Costner put up all the money. It cost about eight million bucks. And last time I saw it, it made over twenty million. So but it's, it's nationwide now. It's nationwide, right? Yeah, nationwide. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's still in because everything comes and goes so freaking quick. It's probably gonna be on Netflix in like two weeks. You know how stuff goes. But it's like. Uh, well, I heard great things about the movie. I heard the movie's amazing. I heard your performance. Hey, my was parents great. saw it and they even liked it. They always, you know, criticize everything I do. So they liked it. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, movie recommendations. Sometimes I give them. I saw Horrible Bosses too. I thought it did the job. You loved it. I, love, so, I saw it on a plane, man. So I was psyched. Uh, well, who's got that bit? Judah Friedlander. Judah Friedlander. He's like every movie's good on a plane. Every plan. every movie's better on a plane. Uh, no, but dude, I was howling. <laughs> 
Or, I yeah. was howling, man. Sudeikis was killing me. Uh, Charlie Day was... It, 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 was, it was fucking great, man. I liked it. I, well, I want to thank you guys for being here on my 200th. You know, the one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to be with friends. I, I, I worked really hard to get 200 of these things in the thing, and uh, I don't usually have guests, but having you guys here was awesome. I appreciate it. Um, I'm glad to be with you. And um, so couple of plugs that i have uh any spots guys i'm all over the city i got a uh, plug too what's that did anybody see will forte's uh last man on earth no is it good oh, oh please he's my oh. favorite yeah uh, i gotta that check that guy is so he's fucking funny so underrated and uh i don't want to do the spoiler alert there's uh i, I don't want to say anything I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, go yeah, see yeah, the yeah. last yeah i don't know what point you know what block your ears block your ears but uh, Kristen shawl's on it too she fucking just unbelievable actor Oh, yeah? Yeah, I always get psyched when a comedian's killing it as an actor because a lot of times they don't think we can act, you know? I think we just fucking put on the red nose and tell our jokes. Dude, she was fuck. You got to see it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I saw the billboard out here in L.A. Yes, last night. I was like, I got to see it. Uh, you know, I told you. I, I love watched him. it with Nia. We were freaking out just like, like There's a couple of scenes in there. Oh, I got to watch it's it. It's just classic. It's classic Will Forte, man. Um, Go to my website, paulverzi.com. I got a bunch of cities, uh, I mean, a bunch of spots all over local New York. I'm also going to be at the South by Southwest Comedy Festival uh, March 15th through the 18th, and I'm doing the Deep I'll South. I'll be there on the 16th. The, the, yeah, I'm on that show. I'm hosting that show. Oh, yeah, you're going to be I'm, on I'm, the- I'm hosting the show. <laughs> oh, you're going to be on that show. Nice. I'm hosting it, yeah. All right. And uh, we're doing the Deep, uh, deep South uh, tour. Billy, Billy Bible Belt. You're doing the tour. The Billy Bible Bell Tour, me, That's you, right. me, you, and Lawhead. You got anything, Joe? Uh, well, we have uh, some all-in all oh, all dates coming yeah, up, which we're going to announce in. soon. Yeah. Well, we got Connecticut. We have a, we have a big all-in one we can't really announce, but my agent just signed off on it. So. Nice. And then, um, yeah. if you like hockey, puck off, man. Yeah, check out Joe and puck off uh, and, uh, with uh, Frazier Smith, right? Frazier Smith, yeah. And Bill, and, anything you doing anything? You're, you're laying low for a little until this, until these tours, right? Um, yeah, I'll see you up in. Uh, yeah, you know what, dude? I'm hitting the fucking gym. Nice. Get myself in sick ass shape. I'm going easy on the cigars and the booze because I know I'm going off the rails when we get on the bus. Nice. It's gonna be a shit show. It's and gonna I'm be. I love every second of it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bill Burr, Joe Bartnick, guys. Uh, all the all the unacceptables cigars. that you guys sent that I didn't read, I will get to. Um, and of course, thank you to the All Things Comedy studios here beautiful space here thank you so much uh, for having me and let me do the verzi effect here you could go to uh, all things comedy's twitter right which is uh was it at it's uh all things okay at all things comedy go to their twitter and uh, they have a ton of great podcasts on there it's the best podcast network there is so definitely support these guys um and podcast uh, network for the people podcast network for the people and for the artist and, uh, That's what I mean. I'll get to more of your. I'll get to more of your unacceptables next week. Thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, more to come. Take care.